You are listening to Salty Believer Unscripted. This is Salty Believer Unscripted. I'm Josiah Walker. I'm Brian Catherman. And on today's episode, I want to talk about disasters. Oh, that sounds like a... <laughs> sounds like a hoot. Hopefully it won't be a disaster of a podcast, but I want to talk about how I feel... I don't know if, the, if you've noticed this, but it seems like whenever there's a natural disaster or just a big controversy or, or trial or just a situation in the world, I feel like we all get caught up in it, right? Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. Even from the time I was a kid, I remember the first big news thing was like watching OJ get chased by the cops. And everybody's, ta- <laughs> and everybody's yeah. turned into it. Uh, there was a whole big thing a couple months ago with the submarine or the submersible. Oh, people were like <clears throat> mesmerized. Right. Are we going to find it? What are we going to do? Before that event, I didn't even know that was something that was going on, that you could take a tour down to see the Titanic. Now, all of a sudden, we all have opinions on it. We're all captivated by it. Right. And everybody's like really... Um, I think you used the word mesmerized, yeah. but they're like checking up on the news it, right? and looking and Googling and uh, yeah, there's I a mean, real. I mean, thing even to as that. we are recording this, I've seen on the news that the worst hurricane in history is barreling down Which on California. Nah, <laughs> so it's so funny. So I was, uh, we were in a hotel because I traveled up to preach somewhere else and we're eating breakfast, free breakfast at the hotel, and they got the weather channel on. And, uh, it's so funny. So, like, the West Coast doesn't get these big storms. Sure. And they're like, oh, we're following Hurricane Hillary, blah, blah, blah. And we're watching, and it's like people are out jogging behind yeah. him. And, they're and, still at Disneyland. And he's, like, shouting like he's in a hurricane. Right. And then he, and he's there in Southern California, and the Weather Channels want to make it so much. Like, we're going to go live to this weatherman in Vegas, Las Vegas. So like, they normally don't get this kind of weather and whatever. And the guy in Vegas is like, we have these giant water channels for monsoons. Yeah. And do you need the tourists to cancel their trips? No, really, no, no, we don't. Um, we're just we're watching the weather, and we are concerned. Right. But it's not like enough to be overly enthralled by it. And and then they downgraded it from like a hurricane to a tropical storm. The guy's like, "We're just breaking news! Breaking news! It's been downgraded." Like they yeah. just wanted to make it enthralling. Yeah. But it just wasn't. And maybe it will be. I mean, maybe there'll be a lot of water. There'll be problems. But. But I think they make it big because big stuff like that grabs everyone's attention. We, yeah, that's what it was. I was like, if this was just, hey, there's some serious weather coming into, that wouldn't right. be it. They want everybody's attention. But I guess my question is, and what I want to talk about on today's podcast is, why is that? Why do we get so caught up in just drama and just controversy like that? I, I don't think, I don't think it's just. We always get caught up in drama because we're gossips sure. and we're right. whatevers, and we want to have the juicy thing. But I think with the, the specifics of like disasters, like the yeah. sub, yeah. Uh, like the, when I was a kid, the space shuttle blew up. We watched. Sure. I was in fourth grade. Like they brought that out. Kristen McCullough's yeah. going to be in the space shuttle, you know, and it blows up on live TV in front of us, and we're all just like, I don't know what I just saw. Right. Um, you talked about like the OJ thing. Like everybody's tuning in. Yeah, the controversy, the, yeah. the rioting stuff just a couple years ago, sure. and like everybody, like okay, we're watching this, and how's this gonna play out? Or, or uh, the fire at Notre Dame. Like, like suddenly everybody's reading the stories. Yeah, I think it's because we are enthralled, or we're we're very curious by trials, no suffering. Sure. The difficulties and the turmoil. I think because if we can watch somebody else go through it, we can think about it without having to suffer through it. We can talk about it without having to suffer through it. Like it's, we all talk about Job when we talk about suffering, but nobody wants to be in Job's shoes. No, for right? sure. Like no, nobody wants to be in this situation where I'm, am I gonna am I gonna hold on 
to faith. Am I going to praise God who gives and takes away? Or am I going to be like the wife who just says, curse God and die? Like, how would I stack up? Yeah. That's what I felt before going to Iraq. Am I really going to stack up to what I hope I am in the face of trial? How am I going to... How am I going to respond when the, the bullets are flying and in the right. difficult... How am I going to do in this moment? I think every young man, like, how am I going to do when I'm tested? I think yeah. trial really stretches us, and, and I think it's even more so with could I be faithful in that trial. Yeah. Right? So, uh, missionary stories. Sure. Or... Like Jim Elliott. Right? Jim Elliott. Yeah, like, okay, could I do that i'm looking vicariously could could i even go in the first place you know would i and how would it look like what would it be and and then would would i be willing to give up my life for the faith and it's a way for so all people not just christians look vicariously through the trials of other people and and measure that but then i think as christians we need to ask ourselves about what that looks like to be faithful how do we understand the trial um in fact, so the Table Talk magazine, you get Table Talk, right? Yeah, so I, I get do. Table Talk. Yep. It's a Ligonier ministry thing. Uh, in in the month of August, this month that we're recording, it's um, the focus is trials, temptations, and the testing. And I've been reading the articles, and then you have the devotionals and stuff. And I, I think, I think they they really hit on what those are for. Why we are, you know, we're saved through the trials we're sanctified through the fire right we're able to learn to be be growing in those but they don't really get into why are we enthralled by it right right like wait wait a minute why but but i think we are i, I mean uh, absolutely we are i mean there's been all these fires in maui right and we're all kind of watching and seeing what's going on there and i'm watching as people are saying coming up with conspiracy theories about it you know how after only a few happen? days yeah, why, and why somebody had a book published in, on Amazon with like 24 hours about how those were all a cause of climate change and things like that and we just we just jump to like our opinions so, and our perspectives on things here's where I think we do this I, I think all humanity does this not just jumping to those things but trying to ask big questions and answer big questions because just in the daily routine of our life, we're not asking those kind of questions. Sure. But in the big scheme of things, I think there's a lot of philosophical questions that could be asked and answered in those moments. And more significantly, even theological questions. It's why we turn to Job in yeah. the suffering. Why would why would this have to be what it is? And how do we respond? In it? And what does this look like? And, and, and so, like, uh, many of the Bible stories, we're enthralled by them. You know, Daniel getting tossed into the den yeah. of lions as this old man, right? And and what's going to happen? And will an angel stop up the lion's mouth? And, you know, uh, or the guys on the storm, you know, the disciples on the storm, we're going to die, and don't yeah. you care that we're perishing? And, and, and the, you know, Old Testament and even the New Testament, the stormy waves sort of represent chaos, and, yeah. and Jesus calms the chaos, and then they're more afraid. And I think we, we want to see that vicariously to ask and answer questions. I Luke uh, 13, which I'm glad you Googled before we started. When <laughs> you said, hey, let's talk about this. Not that we scripted anything, but I. this isn't the, the story we go to off the top of our head. But but the people come to Jesus to listen to this. It's Luke 13, 1. It says, at that time, some people came and reported to him, him being Jesus, reported to Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifices. Right, and so these people are going. Whoa, there's a news story. Yeah. Like, what? What does this mean? What do we? What do we do with this? What do we think about this? And then Jesus responds, verse two, and he responded to them, 
Do you think these Galileans were more sinful than all the other Galileans because they suffered these things? So he knows what the questions were. Is it sin? Mm-hmm. It, are we being punished? Did this? Do bad things happen because right. people are sinners? They're trying to make sense of it. They're trying to make sense. And so yeah, and he says no. I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all perish as well. So yeah, they died physically, but that's a bigger picture of the bigger trial to come. The judgment in which we all stand before God. The reality of this thing. We're all sinners. Sin is the cause of all this. So it's much bigger than that. And then he adds this one, which uh, he says, um, verse 4. Or, so they ask him one question of a disaster. Is this because they were sinners? They didn't even ask that. He just sort of gathered that. Received it, yeah. Verse 4. Or, those 18 that the tower in Siloam fell on and killed. Do you think they were more sinful than all the other people who live in Jerusalem? No, I tell you. But unless you repent, you will all perish as well. The point is the same. Repent, sure. repent, 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 or you'll perish. And then you have the barren fig tree. The, repent, the stories keep going on. Same story the, the, the during the exile. Uh, repent, repent, repent. Same story. Like it's just The idea is the trials and the suffering have some design. So these things didn't happen to them because they were sinners. They they serve as an illustration of a bigger thing that will come for everybody. We should repent. We should. So what you have is a terrible situation. Mm-hmm. Jesus was obviously aware of, of both of them. Right. The people brought this news story. So I, I think the fascination that comes out of it is because we are trying to make sense of the world, and when mm-hmm. something sort of outside of the ordinary, get okay, the wildfires in in Hawaii, man, th- those are bad yeah right those are really bad a lot of lot of destructive damage to a whole city a lot Lives of people lost. dead i yeah. mean i think the last count and again we're enthralled by like keeping up with the count like it's 110 or more yeah. or something i can't remember the last i saw something this morning and and i don't know what it's at and there's still a bunch of people missing and so we're we're enthralled by it because it's not the normal everyday right. thing right um i remember I don't know how accurate this was with the real event, but in the movie Apollo 13, you know the Tom Hanks movie. Yeah. Uh, they didn't really. There wasn't a lot of news coverage for the for the, the actual launch. Oh, it's right. old hat. We've gone to the moon. Who cares? But then when it's a disaster, right? They're setting up shop. They're wanting interviews 24 yeah. seven. Like it's a whole thing. All right. of a sudden, now there's questions that can be asked, and answered. I think yeah. this is true of the movies we watch. I think we, we don't want to watch a movie that doesn't have conflict, right? Right. And the disaster movies, uh, The Martian, for example, since we're talking about Apollo 13, that asks and attempts to answer questions. I think when we watch it, we have to ask ourselves, what would I do all alone right. in a disaster? How would I think of myself as Christians? How would we think of God? Would we remain faithful? That's what all these things are really forcing us to do without actually being in them ourselves. Right. Well, and I think... It opens the door to be a little more self-reflective in that because when we are dealing with those issues and we're going through a trial on our own, I feel like we almost just hunker down or we just kind of get upset, miserable, and kind of have a pity party of like, why me, Lord? Why is this happening? Or push the church away. Right. Very common. Uh, don't ask to pray for me. Don't ask me how I'm doing. Maybe I yeah. just won't even show up to church today. I'm too tired. I'm right. I'm going to push all my fellow believers away Right. in, in my own misery right. and suffering. <laughs> right. And so... We don't really take time to process through how we would act in those situations. Right. Um, right. Which, yeah. which is bad. It because is bad. then you come to that you haven't grown from it. Right. You haven't thought about it. Then when it happens again, you're right where you were the previous time. Whereas if you can process 
it's not about my sin. Right. Would I stand firm? I, th- I think about my field mentor when I was working on my doctorate, who whose wife went through just a dramatic, horrible disaster that was on national TV, uh, having drank some like burnout right. cleaner, thinking it was sweet tea sugar, like right. that. It was a barbecue place that had mixed up all that stuff, and she almost—I mean, she really came close to dying, and it was really traumatic. And it was really interesting from my perspective to say this man's wife is in this horrible situation. How right. is he going to respond? So I'm right. watching right, for my own benefit to learn Absolutely. for myself. I think we do, right? And he did so well. And I thought, man, I hope if I'm ever in that situation, I do well. Then he gets cancer. And, and I watch how he's walking through that. And it, So in a way, he's discipling others around yeah. him. Because we don't know how we're going to respond. But he is... He was not private. He was asking right. for prayer. He was praising God in that and turning to God in the right ways. He was persevering through the trials of this life. And he would say things like, we're just passing through. This is momentary and light. Yeah. This is not my home. Uh, God is, I think they're a big, they're a big thing. I, they probably printed them on t-shirts for all I know. But it was like, we're in God's grip or God's got yeah. this. Like, this is yeah. God's, not just ours. And, and he would say things like, I'm just honored to have been blessed enough that God would trust me to right. to persevere and hold on to him in such a way. I mean, it was amazing to me. Which I don't. It's amazing, right? I don't think many of us realize when we're going through a trial. You know, when we're dealing with health issues or difficulties, I don't think we see that as an opportunity to help others or to praise God in, like Joe, or to praise or, God in for sure, or to ask and answer some big questions. Yeah. You know, I, we you deal with that from the pastor's seat in the church. You get this vantage point where you see what people are going through. Yeah, and. And you realize if if they would open up some and bring some others around them into the circumstances, it would be better for them because they wouldn't right. be isolated and have people praying for them and maybe helping them and supporting them, but also better for the church as a whole. So when the next person has the same issue, they've had an introduction to that trial yeah. and that difficulty. And now they know, okay, if I know so-and-so could do it, well, then I, I know I could do it. Right. You know, I think there's a lot... I think there's a lot of that. Yeah. Really helpful. No, and I, I think that's part of why we watch that stuff too, is to know if they can make it through it, then hopefully I can too. You know, I, I think that's part of why our idols or mine personally are people like Charles Simeon, who got locked, you know, oh, goodness, out of right. his own church. And so I think, well, you know, if the church doesn't love my sermon on Monday, at least they didn't lock me out of the building. And right? I'm like, preaching from the <laughs> front steps and they throw all the furniture out yeah. and this, that, and the other thing. We are, so the, I think, what was your question? Why are we enthralled by Yeah, it? why does that just. I think us. this is why. Right. I, I mean, I think I've answered the question. I think, I think that's why. I don't know if our listeners, you know, maybe they're not gripped in that way. I don't know if it's drama necessarily so much as, as living vicariously in it and right. trying to make sense of, or maybe wanting excitement in your life because your life is mundane and boring, and so this yeah. looks exciting and interesting. And what is that, Mike? The Walter Mitty or Walter Waldo Pepper or what? Something like that. What's yeah. that like? I the, thought I think it was one. Walter like the yeah, daydreamy yeah. guy who got an adventure in his life, but yep. that could be a part of it. But I, I think, I don't necessarily think that's usually the most healthy. My life is boring, so I want a bunch of adventure. Right. Well, okay, fine. Then go to a closed country, share the gospel, <laughs> give out Bibles, right. do it for the glory of God. Right? Yeah. I think sometimes it's just sort of a, sort of a weird deal. Not for everybody, but I think more often than not. It's I just, think whether we recognize it or not, right. we, we're trying to get it. How would I stack up? Sure. How do I make sense of it? Because it's not, I mean, feel-good stories don't grip us like that. Like, we're not all just 
I remember when I was a kid, magazines in the checkout line that always were full of drama and conspiracies and all this. It wasn't just like, oh, look at this puppy and look at this child well, and so, okay. good things. I don't know what kind of time we have left on the podcast, but I think there's a big difference between drama and yes, trial. I agree. So so even OJ it was more of a drama. The stuff you're talking about in the in the line or the conspiracy theory, that's a different thing. Sure. That's not the whole nation is gripped by somebody going through a very real thing. That's some media entity right. or some person feeding us something that then amps up our emotional state. Sometimes right. we feed it to ourselves or sometimes we build it up ourselves right. so that we can live in that drama. And I think there's something actually sinful to that. Sure. That's that's almost that's almost a train wreck. Right. right? Like, oh now I'm now I'm living in this hype state. Now right. I'm now I'm gonna be all wound up about it and I'm not going to rest in the Lord, trust in the Lord. I think there's a difference between that. So, so for example, like American politics are full of that. Right. And, and instead of the world being enthralled by, are they going to find the sub? Are we praying for this person? How would I feel if I was right. stuck at the bottom of the ocean in a little right. can? Versus right. like, we've got to get all fired up about this company or this beer thing or we got to do this or we gotta, like it's it, a different thing it, they are different sometimes it just feels like they get blended and blurred a little bit because for instance like the chinese spy balloon deal right like right i was coming around and there's a lot of hype about what were the those here for and what was the purpose and and then so there was the hype side of it right and then there's the question of how how would i make sense of sure. complicated world so the hype side of it would be Spy balloons. Yeah. The government's lying to us. Their government's lying to us. I mean, no. I mean, t- TikTok hype. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But the other side of it is, we need to ask questions about uh, safety, security, sure. war. Are we truly? Yeah. If we could get a spy balloon over Montana, right? I mean, are we really as safe as we believe we are? They could right. have dropped a bomb or missiles. We didn't. Did the government? I mean, there's bigger right. questions that aren't the hype. And so yeah. I would argue that it's really good theologically and philosophically to pull away from the hype and then ask those big questions. I think the hype is actually a distraction from the big question. Sure. Yeah. And that's what happened with the sub, right? So yeah. as soon as as soon as it was so the talk with the sub for the most part was, are they gonna find these people right. alive? Right. And then as soon as they didn't, which right. was tragic and sad, it was like everybody suddenly just didn't want to process those thoughts. Yeah. Of why the need for this adventure, right. why the need for exploration, yeah. why whatever, and they just turn it to what an idiot, right? And we just walk away. That's just stupid, we're just and done. we're just done. Oh, yeah. that's just look at these. Oh, if that had gone a different way, would right. the response been the same? Right. That's the problem I don't with think hype. So that's the problem with hype, right? Yeah. Like, so I think there's real value, just as we see Jesus doing and asking the questions of the people asking him, like, what is this really? Mean, and I, yeah. and I think we've lost that deep thinking about those big things because of the hype. Yeah. So that's not where I really thought we were, we'd be going in the conversation. But yeah. I think that's what happens, and then then it just turns into some fear factory scare thing. Sure, artificial hype. Who knows whatever. Right. It's kind of know, another poll, yeah. opposed to you know really genuine, deep rooted reasoning with God and why bad things happen or why think, these yeah. things you know how would I do or would I remain faithful or those big questions and those are the questions I don't think we always address or really think about in those times no is, is why what is the meaning of life what is the purpose of this why do we suffer trials why which people were so hard on on the scuba the guy going down to see 
the the sub the yeah. uh, Titanic, Titanic down at the yeah. bottom, right? But what would other people do if they had excessive money sure. and could do what they want? Right. I mean, just buy a two hundred gallon Slurpee, right. you know, or like yeah. what would people? No, what we want to explore, we, we want adventure. Maybe some people, maybe they don't. So that's right. worth questioning. If money were no object. Would I want to push myself and challenge myself, or would I just want to hide in my house and yeah. binge watch TV all the time? Or what? Who am I in that right. way? And so, I, those are big questions. And I really do believe if Christians got better about asking those big questions of themselves and of the yeah. church and and of one another, the big theological questions. You know, why is God doing what He's doing here, or how? Why did Jim Elliot? Why did Jim Elliot die? Right. He was speared by the people. Well, because they maybe didn't work through the safety right. of that very well. But also, God was doing many other things, and that moved people in many other ways. And and now we quote him, and we do these things. And yeah. and his wife went back, uh, and his kids, and, and they saw a whole people group converted. And and God is working. But if we didn't stop and ask, what was God doing in that? Yeah, we might not see the bigger picture. So, what is God doing when the whole world is hyped up in something? Christian or otherwise, what is God doing? Right. You know, why Why did Pilate mix the blood of the Galileans in this way? Oh, well, it wasn't because of their sin, but it, was beca- it wasn't because of their sin, but it right. was because of sin. Correct. Why did the tower fall and kill some people? Well, not because of sin at all, but because of circumstances. But if we truly stop and pull back and say, well, this isn't, this isn't where I live. I'm passing through. This is... Yeah temporary and light and how did the people work through that the family members and and how do we like it, there's a lot bigger questions to ask theologically that i think we just need to get away from the hype and start asking yeah the sub questions you know like it was interesting to me that i'm watching people who don't profess faith at all calling for prayer yeah do we find those people i wanted to say well you don't even why why would you turn to a god now and not any other time. Or, Correct. Or, I mean, there's just lots of things we could ask if we would just stop and realize the reason we're enthralled by the disasters, the fires, right. the subs, the whatevers is because there is a much bigger thing going on. And I think I think that should be an open door for us. I'll just say it that way. And that's what, yeah. It's an open door for us to have bigger conversations, right? And I think that's what we lose sight of is kind of the bigger picture of all that. Yeah. Which, I mean, that was that's usually the case. Yeah. Instead of getting hyped up by it, we need to see it as opportunity outside the norm to see what God's doing yeah. and to maybe explore the Bible that way or to explore my own internal heart in that way. Right. I don't know. Is that why are we so enthralled yeah. by it? I think because God's drawing us to himself in some right. way, but maybe just because we're bored. <laughs> and if we're bored, maybe because we need something more in our lives, yeah. we should live for the kingdom of God better. I don't know. That's good. That's helpful. We're kind of so. over the base. It's probably my fault, but I hope that's helpful for our listeners. And the next time there's a trial or difficulty or, or God, you know, God help us a, a big disaster, hopefully it's something that draws us closer to God and helps us to look to Him and not just to the drama or the hype. Until next time. Thank you for listening. Find more information at saltybeliever.com.